Welcome to Kids Ask. My guest today is Consul General to the United States of America, Darian Akins, who is the ambassador's representative to the German states of Hamburg, Lower Saxony, Bremen, Schleswig-Holstein, and Mecklenburg-Vorpommern. I had the pleasure of interviewing Mr. Akins last year. If you'd like to listen to that episode, it is entitled Episode 11, Meet Our Diplomats with Darren Akins. He was also a guest on Kids Ask a few months ago, but the children had so many questions for him that we just had to convince him to join us once again. Welcome again, Mr. Akins. Thank you very much, Dr. Inta. Always a pleasure to do sessions with you. So I've been looking forward to this. So thanks again for the invitation. You are answering questions today from fifth graders from Gymnasium Grotmoor here in Hamburg, who were helped by their wonderful English teachers, Dr. Dagmar Wegner and Susanne Wolfinger. So let me ask you a question real quick before we start. I was saying your name is Darren. I think I remember it. it's supposed to be pronounced Darren instead of Darian, right? Yeah, I was actually impressed. I, I was surprised that you remember, but you're absolutely correct. <laughs> There. That is actually the way my, my parents pronounce it. <laughs> okay, so let's start off with a difficult question. Where do you prefer to live? In America or in Germany? Hmm. I don't, and this is, the, it, it, this is true. I really don't have um, a strong preference about where I go in the world, which helps because of the job that I have. Now, having said that, of course, I'm American. I was born in America. I grew up in America. America's home. So of course, that's close to my heart. But I also very much appreciate the time that I spend in other countries, and particularly in Germany. Every place is unique and has um, something to offer. And I've enjoyed my time here in Germany and really am looking forward to my last year here and getting out and doing even more and engaging with people. So um, every place has its special uniqueness. Um, you mentioned in, in the last segment that your wife is Japanese. Um, mm. Does she have a preference? Or have you had the chance to, to, to live in Japan together as well? We did. We, we, we lived in Japan. Of course, that, I'm sure that would be number one for her. Um, and I think between, I, I, can't, I don't think it's fair to ask the question between the United States and Germany. I can tell you this, and you know, kids, this is between us. Don't, don't write this in the newspapers. You're going to get me in trouble. But I would say her favorite place was not Texas. And just because uh, um, that was the first, the first place she came and we lived in Texas when, after we were first married, uh, and so, of course, that was a challenging time. But then as she got to see more of the states, she really enjoyed it. And I would say she really enjoyed living in Virginia. And that's been very much like our time here in Germany. So I would say that that's been quite good. Okay, the next question is no less difficult. How do you feel about racism in the U.S.? <clears throat> How do I feel about racism? Well, I mean, clearly racism is a challenge all around the world. And mostly it is because um, people tend to talk at one another and not to one another. Um, but I actually 
and again, I, I say this quite honestly, um, you know, even though we do have our challenges with racism in the United States, the thing that I, I really appreciate and having lived overseas can really say that I appreciate is the fact that we keep trying. We keep trying and striving to make the United States a better country. We have our ideals about, you know, living in the United States is about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we really strive to make that true for everyone. And we realize that sometimes we fall short, um, but the redeeming quality about the United States is that we recognize it and we continue to try. And I think that that's a good lesson in life period is that you're never gonna be perfect, um, but it doesn't mean you don't try. So we just, we, we continue to try. Beautifully said. We have a question about weapons and gun laws. Hello, our question is, what do you think about the fact that so many Americans have guns and weapons at home? Well, you know, um, my family, my extended family is from Oklahoma. And of course I grew up in Texas uh, and it's true, quite a few people have guns, but, but again, and I grew up around them and it's mostly because people have them uh, for hunting. Um, and so I don't know that that's problematic. Um, I know that uh, people get concerned because of the number of guns, but I think that what they really have to understand, the majority of people who have guns are, are, are individuals who pretty much use them for, for hunting. And that's the reason why uh, there are such strong feelings around that. Uh, and of course, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, um, it's our second amendment in the constitution. We have a right to bear arms, uh, and people take that right seriously. Um, but, um, but we continue, and I said this earlier, we continue to have discussions about what are the rules around gun ownership? What should be the rules around gun ownership? And so that's the discussion that's still ongoing. It's not a question about whether or not people should or should not have guns. It's just a question about under what conditions should they own them? Where should they have them? Um, how should they be used? That's, that's the ongoing discussion. And eventually, like I said, in any democracy, we continue to have that discussion. And I have full faith that eventually we'll, we'll find a solution that works for, for the country. Thank you very much. The next question is, what are your favorite animals? And what is your favorite pet? Favorite animal? Hmm. I feel like I'm giving a, a very standard answer, uh, but it's the one that I feel closest to my heart to be true, which is, I, I think my favorite animal is a bird. And why? Uh, for all the things, for all the reasons you would believe, which is, uh, I think birds symbolize freedom independence, uh, the ability to fly, to see over the situation. Uh, I, I think that that's a wonderful quality to have and that the fact that they migrate from place to place, you know, they don't stay in one place. It's like, I mean, let me go here and now I gotta go to my summer home and I'm gonna go here for the winter. 
these are qualities that uh, I think uh, are qualities that I, I see in myself. So perhaps a bird. In terms of pets, um, I'm a pet owner. So uh, I'm partial to dogs. So we have two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have two dogs. And, and what breed are they? Or what kind of dogs are they? They're Bolonkas. Bolonka Svetna, our kind of Russian breed. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know the breed at all. Are they large, small, long haired? They're small dogs. They're small dogs. Yeah. Um, uh, look kind of like a Pomeranian, more or less. Okay. Not that furry, not that furry, but they look like that. And the question about you as a little boy. What hobbies did you have when you were a child? As a child? Oh, you're going to laugh, but it's true. My hobby was reading. I really loved to read when I was a kid. Uh, and so much so that I'd even read the TV guide. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I was so into books when I was a kid that I remember I would go and visit my grandparents and I was perfectly content to sit in the house. And that was not something that my grandparents thought was healthy. And so my grandmother one time said, no, you're going to learn how to play baseball. And I said, I don't want to learn how to play baseball. And she said, but you're going. And she drove me down, signed me up and then stayed for every game, every practice until I learned to play uh, baseball. So, but yeah, I think my hobby in, when I was young was reading. And now? Now? Hmm. You know, I've been trying to find a new hobby because um, when I was um, in high school, I played uh, football and I ran track and field and I continued into college to play sports. So I play soccer and tennis. Tennis was my favorite. And, uh, my roommate and I, we'd go play uh, basketball and tennis on most days. But now I found that I'm a little bit older uh, and not quite as um, mobile as I was when I was young. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find a new one. And so I've been asking kids in Germany, like, what do they think I should take up? And so far, the, the winning response has been kayaking. I should learn to kayak. Which, and in my case, I live right along near the Ulster. So hmm, that's next. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And finally, a question where you can reflect back on your entire life. What was the most exciting experience you have ever had? Well, that's a two-part answer. The most exciting experience that I ever had was my time as a Peace Corps volunteer in Zambia, because it was the first time really I had left the country and got to experience another place, another culture, another language. Uh, and while it was challenging, I learned a great deal about myself. And so I would say that, and it was, it was exciting. Um, within that, um, I was able to visit Victoria Falls. And um, yeah, that was, that was an amazing experience. Highly recommended, highly recommended. And I got to play um, golf 
on a golf course where where each of the um each of the greens had a a, a name of an animal and that animal lived on that green or near that green so you had to play golf around these animals so like warthog alley and then there was like zebra lane <laughs> and they were all in the so that was also a very amazing uh, experience that i really enjoyed that's great any last words for the kids any last words um i would just say this and i i say this quite often uh to young people which is um, please do try and experience as much as you can while you're young. And that is get to know people, go places, get your parents to take you on vacation to places, just go visit. And when you're there, don't have the experience alone. Just talk to people with your parents nearby, but just talk to people. Um, you will find, as I have found, that will be one of the most enriching experiences that you will have in your life and you will continue to have so long as you have an open mind and think about these sorts of things and engage with people. Um, really, it's true. We are social beings, all of us as humans. And so when we interact with others, we learn more about ourselves and we also learn more about others. But most importantly, we learn about ourselves. Thank you so much. You know, the, the, you have touched so many people around the world, um, even just the, the reactions I've had to your episode, to episode 11, the long interview I did with you. You have touched so many people's lives. People write me about how wonderful it was to, to have known you. So, so. And I love these sessions. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Akins. Please come back and visit with me again. No, I will absolutely come back and visit you again. Just send an invitation my way or I'll contact you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs>